Ohioans voted in large numbers to create a seven-member commission to draw legislative districts, but only two people on that commission did the work. Cleveland's big hospital systems are so strapped for nurses that they are paying big incentives for those who work extra shifts. And the Cleveland City Council races this year feature more women than ever before. It's the Wake Up Morning News Briefing from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer for Monday, October 25th. I'm the editor, Chris Quinn. Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, Secretary of State Frank LaRose, and Auditor Keith Faber. The three statewide Republicans on the Ohio Redistricting Commission each acknowledged in sworn statements that they had no involvement in drafting or creating Ohio's new legislative maps. That's despite the overwhelming vote by Ohioans to create a seven-member redistricting commission to draw the lines. New documents say that only two of the seven actually did the work. Those two, Senate President Matt Huffman and Ohio House Speaker Bob Cupp, aggressively pushed back in the documents filed in the Ohio Supreme Court Friday on questions about how they created the new legislative maps last month, that maintain their party's dominance over the state house. Three lawsuits before the Supreme Court challenged the maps designed by Huffman and Cup. Cleveland's big hospital systems are so strapped for nurses that they are offering incentive pay that could result in nurses earning thousands of extra dollars. For example, starting Sunday, some Cleveland Clinic nurses are being offered pay of close to $1,400 for selected 12-hour shifts through November 6th. MetroHealth instituted a significantly enhanced premium pay schedule in mid-October for those who work in departments with large nursing shortages. That incentive pay, available through early January, is on a sliding scale of one and a half times to five times the nurses pay, depending on their base salaries and how many extra hours per pay period they sign up to work. University hospitals might have the most lucrative program based on what employees are saying, but the hospital system declined to provide many details. Women are competing in all but one of Cleveland City Council's competitive races this fall, creating the potential for what could be the largest share of women legislators on a council that historically and disproportionately has been controlled by men. Courtney Estoffi reports that 12 women candidates have spots on the November 2nd runoff among 17 wards. City Council currently has four women members, Some of the newcomers are likely long shots based on the relatively small share of votes they earned in the primary, but other candidates are strong contenders who could very well clinch a seat next month. Election Day is a week from tomorrow. Thanks to a rare mix of factors, Ohio's Republican U.S. Senate primary stands out as one of the costliest elections in America in the current cycle. And voters aren't even really paying attention yet because the election is in 2022. With more than six months before the May primary, Ohio's Republican U.S. Senate candidates had spent $9.5 million, the third most of any partisan Senate primary in the country for this cycle. What's driving it? One factor is the seat is open, as Rob Portman is not running again. 
Another is that several of the candidates are wealthy and using their own cash to campaign. And another is that a billionaire super donor backs one of the candidates. Reporter Andrew Tobias has all the details on Cleveland.com. One of the men charged in Ohio's scandalous bribery case is fighting back aggressively. Attorneys for Matthew Borges are in court demanding documents they say will absolve him of the charges in the House Bill 6 scandal, or what the attorneys call the big bribe. The defense attorneys say they have tried to have prosecutors release statements from Juan Cespedes and Jeffrey Longstreth, who have both pleaded guilty in the case. But government attorneys are withholding the statements because of evidentiary issues. Normally in cases like this, prosecutors must share the information they have with the defendant. Borges's lawyers say they will show at trial that Borges did not know about the First Energy Corporation's $60 million in bribes to get House Bill 6 passed to enrich the utility by billions of dollars. Thanks for listening to The Wake Up from Cleveland.com and The Plain Dealer. 